Hey everybody, welcome and happy Sunday. Uh, this is Call the AD on the Scottish Watches uh, live channel. This is our weekly show where we go deeper into individual topics every week, not usually covering the news, but just have some fun discussions. Uh, I'm Arthur. I'm Stephanie. And this is Merlin. He decided to visit for a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's, I'm Tick Tick Broom on Instagram, Stephanie, she watches the world, and this is Merlin the Watchdog. Yeah. Um, Mostly just scratches watches, though. Yeah, it's an uh, unintended consequence. <laughs> um, today's topic is collecting watches as a couple. Obviously, when we do this show, we're always speaking as a couple that collects mm-hmm. watches, but we thought it'd be fun to actually reflect on this and talk about our experience. Yeah, there. there's some good things. There's some not so good things about yeah. being in a watch couple. Right, and we we t- definitely like gravitate towards and try to find the other couples that watch collect, but we recognize that most people probably aren't in that situation, right? It's a hobby for one, uh, you know, one person in the relationship, but maybe not the other. So I'd say there are definitely pros and cons, mostly pros, but we'll get into that. Um, So hi, everyone that's joining. Nice to see you in the comments here. Watch Medicine, David, Richard, uh, my mom, Mr. No Date, Mark. Uh, Good to see you all. Uh, as a reminder, please like, subscribe to the channel, and hit the bell icon so you know when we go live in the future, and check out everything else Scottish Watches as well. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at calltheA.D for more. So what are you wearing on the wrist today? Um, we're wearing one of our matching sets. So I have my Planet Ocean on, um, that I got exactly a year ago today. I just oh, looked really? up when I got it. So, That's appropriate. Yeah, it's my white Planet Ocean. I love it. It's a perfect summer watch. Now that the weather's getting better, it's great. Um, I got a great, like, insane deal on this on Chronic Caliber, like, a year ago. Not sponsored. That would be nice. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but this is, uh, yeah, this is a great watch. I think it's time to put it on the white rubber strap for summer. Nice. And so, I'm wearing my uh, black planet ocean this is the eight, both of these are the 8500 yeah. movement generation mm-hmm. uh so mine has the matte ceramic bezel and yours has the glossy white yeah right? but we bought these like five years apart right six years apart yeah and we did get a couple questions about do we buy couples watches yeah, we'll talk about that and i would say yes but not in a direct intentional way yeah yeah so um i guess we can go ahead and get started do you want to put the dog down yes <laughs> Oh, that sound, that's not the right choice of words. No, I don't know. Do you want to set the dog <laughs> yes, down? Uh, Alexa's talking to us in the background. Great. Um, disregard. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so to start things off, we got one question from AJ, who's Playwatch on Instagram, which is who started collecting first? Me. Yep. Yep. It was me. I got Arthur into it. It didn't take much of a, like, convincing you to get into it. No. Um, but it was me. I think I've talked about this before, but I really wanted to get a nice watch for my 30th birthday. It was 30th, right? Or a little yeah. before that? Yeah, yeah, um, We rounded up, though. We were, like, 29 and a half and yeah. decided to do it. And I was debating between a bunch of different ones and settled on my Cartier Tank Francais, Francais, which I still wear all the time. But that just sent me into like research rabbit hole. And Arthur is a super researcher on everything. So before I was making a big purchase, he like wanted to help me research and figure it out. Um, And then that sort of started. And not long after, like within a year, you got your Planet Ocean, I think. Yeah, actually a couple months later, that that was this watch. But I will say you planted the seed years earlier three years earlier when you got me 
um, a Frederick Constant for our wedding. Yeah. Don't forget that one. Yeah. At the time, I wanted to get you a Speedmaster for a wedding, but it was out of the budget. But that is what I wanted to get you. But the Frederick Constant is great because it it's a nice dress watch. It's still the only real dress watch that you have. Right. So, yeah. yeah. And and the seed was planted even earlier when I inherited my brother's tag and he did you Aqua Racer as well. But I think you're right that when you say collecting watches, it started definitely with you yeah. and it probably really kicked off around 30 which was a number of years ago at this point <laughs> um and it's been a slippery slope ever since mm -hmm. yeah yeah yep. and we are the same age so yeah. 30 was the same amount of time ago. <laughs> yeah um so yeah let's i guess let's talk about what are the good things about this? Well, I think it's a really fun shared hobby. I don't think a lot of couples have, or all couples have shared hobbies. And I think mm -hmm. it's it's great that we have something that we're both really into that we can both talk about, that I think we both have like similar knowledge levels on. Like I know mm -hmm. some things about certain watches, you know more right. about other watches. Um, so this show is just like a glimpse into what our normal everyday lives and dinner conversations look like yeah right? that's like, right this is stuff we talk about we lie in bed and like have you seen this instagram like, yeah. have you seen this one like yeah. have you seen this Spending one each other the same watches? thing like, often yeah but yeah i'd say that's probably the best part is you have someone to share the enthusiasm yeah. with that doesn't think you're totally crazy and the fact that because we're into slightly different things we teach each other stuff yeah. so that's really fun it may look weird from the outside, especially to our other friends who don't collect watches, but who cares? Yeah. This is why we have you all to talk with and friends at Red Bar when life is normal. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it's good. It's mostly positive because you always have someone to talk, talk with and share the enthusiasm. You've got someone to sort of like check you when you get go start going down a rabbit hole. Yeah, and like good. suddenly I think I'm going to buy some like hyper modern wild thing and you're like you never impulse you by. wouldn't wear that yeah. like that's not your style and you know i think that's helpful too i think so also i mean it's nice that when we want to make big purchases for ourselves to have support right i know a lot of couples like i don't know just to be stereotypical of like if a lady goes out and buys a really nice handbag for herself or a new pair of shoes like husband mm -hmm. always doesn't get it right and i'm like what are and you it's, doing it's like the source that? of all sort of like really cliche jokes it is, too yeah. right like yeah I, so that's right. And actually, that brings us into sort of the, the next topic. Or actually, simply another pro is you have someone to go to watch events with. Yeah. So if you don't know, especially your first couple, when you don't know don't people, know you've at least got someone to We can to stand in the corner with each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Build up courage to talk to other people. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that kind of segues into another question or topic we wanted to talk about, which is how we buy and budget. Mm -hmm. And largely... Neither one of us has to approve the other person's purchases. No. I mean, it's we we do it such that we each like have our own like little pot of savings that if we do meet our responsibilities, otherwise we can. Yeah, save we each them. have our own personal savings account. We put a little bit of money that into that every month, and that is to do. I can do whatever I want with my money. You can do whatever you want yeah. with your money. And that's up to you. Now we talk about it because it's fun. Right. It's yeah. not, but I've never said like, this is a stupid purchase for you to make. No, I don't think you should no. do it. Um, you might, I mean, we might ask each other a reasonable question, like trying to make sure the person's making the right decision right. for them. Play but it's not about, you know, oh, I don't think you should get yeah. that. Right? Yeah. And I like that because then it's, you know, it, it's like budget per month or whatever we do mm -hmm. to put aside in our like little 
own savings accounts. Um, it's really like for anything, like if I want to do that, spend that money on horses or something stupid for Merlin or car stuff, car stuff for you, or yeah, you said wheels or things like that, then then you can go off and do that. Um, so that's, I think that's, I think that works out well because it's never feeling like I need your permission or no, which is good, but I will say like, this is probably getting into maybe one of the negatives is it's great that we have a shared hobby, like you said at the beginning, but couldn't it be something like taking walks gardening or like things <laughs> that are not so stupid expensive that is probably one of the cons is you have two people in a relationship both into a an expensive thing that and you reinforce each other and help each other justify stuff yeah i mean it's like when you post something on instagram like should i buy this watch and of course everybody that follows you like yes do it do it do it but to right. live with somebody who's enabling like, constantly yeah sure that's always healthy yeah i think more often than not you're like i don't know this is a responsible thing to do and i'm kind of like ah, eh, just do it it's yeah. fine yeah it's fine yeah um so that this there was one particular question we got here from uh, maybe my last watch on instagram was do you try to keep the value mm-hmm. of your collections fairly even we're not even right now are we mm, you, you caught up some i, I mean i guess there's no intentional yeah. thing here at all. It's it is just since we save individually and buy individually mostly, um, you know, there's other things we give each other as gifts, but watches mm-hmm. for most for the most part are our own individual purchases. Mm-hmm. Um, so not intentionally, but they're roughly similar. I I think so. It more tends to be like we all buy a watch and you buy a watch, like we. Not in terms of value, but just... To joke, it's like your turn or yeah, my turn. Not that it but, is, but... Yeah. But it's my turn. But you overall <laughs> have more watches. Yeah. But the collection values are fairly similar. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I also tend to impulse buy, like, Timexes and G-Shocks and Swatches. But you kind of slowed down. I've slowed down. Recently. I need to, like, clear out a little bit because I was finding that I wasn't wearing yeah. them all that much. Yeah. I like yeah. Mark's perspective here. Cheap hobbies are a myth. Uh, yeah. I think it's a personality type thing, too. Like, we were we were more into cycling at one point, and I can't help but just, like, get into <laughs> all the really tech stuff. so and... ridiculous about it. You would get, like, these fancy carbon wheels that weighed, like, a little bit less than the regular ones. I was like, you could just, like, eat one less cheeseburger yeah. and be just as fast, but you had to have a fancy carbon It's about wheels. rotating weight. Not, okay. Okay. You know, okay. But, yeah, I think any hobby particularly that you get into, you go all in and you want, like, the, like, most yeah. well-reviewed stuff. Not necessarily the most expensive, but, like, up there. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. I'm it's that. true. Yeah. I, it's, like, a certain personality type. So, I think a lot of hobbies do yeah. do, do that way. Yeah. Um, this is, is sort of related. We talked about it a little bit from um, Natural Escapement on Instagram. How do your individual tastes color each other's views and collections? I think this definitely happens. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially like I see watches that you have and then I start to really like them and then I want one or mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I, while well, I wouldn't not buy a watch because you didn't like it, I do value your opinion. Mm-hmm. You usually have good thoughts. <laughs> Thanks. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever like gotten close to buying something that you really hated and then not bought it no. because of it. And I don't hate any of our watches yeah. and vice versa. Right. Um, I will say this, we're about to get into the next, to one of these questions, which was on 
um, have we considered couples watches? I think this is what happens is we tend to appreciate some of the same design elements and have some of the same pet peeves in terms of asymmetry, mm-hmm. weird date windows and stuff like that. So one of us gets a watch and then it's like having like a walking advertisement for that yeah. watch around your, around you at all times. So for example, I bought my Speedy Pro and then a couple of years later, you bought a first to Megan Space. But that in particular was like when you were researching your Speedy Pro, I, of course, was looking at a lot of Speedy stuff, too. Mm-hmm. And like the more you see something, the more you like it, right? That's how all yeah. advertising and influencing comes to work. So right. like I was looking into it more. I'm like, oh, I, I really do want a Speedmaster. I mean, I want to anyway because yeah. of the space stuff. But yeah. Right. So so there's a couple of examples I wanted to share of, um, oops, hold on. Uh the sorts of the sorts of stuff we have ended up with as couples watches, yeah. although um, they were not originally like intended as such. Uh, let me just sorry, IT issues. Here we go. Here we go. Excellent. Okay. Uh, the first of these, well, first of all, just general ridiculous couplesness. <laughs> it gets a little unhealthy. This was like a birth announcement yeah. we did with uh, two of our favorite watches. Yeah. Um, we have taken photos on trips. Yeah. Uh, this one was taken by a professional photographer <laughs> during like a just like portrait thing we were yeah. doing. Like a take a watch picture. Take a watch. Yeah, he thought it was um, crazy. But yeah, here's some of the couples watch examples. Like my Speedy Pro, and a couple years later, you got the first to Megan's face. Yeah. But you are more legitimate and owning the space watch because of your career than I am anyway. Yeah. Um, We even get matching straps sometimes. We do sometimes. Yeah. Um, We don't share straps ever. No. Well, it's longer. Your wrist is longer. That's true. You need a longer one. That's probably the biggest one. Um, Did you say I need a longer one? I did not. (laughs) But maybe I do. Yeah. Um, (laughs) This happened years apart. Yeah. But the Planet Oceans that we're wearing right now. Um. And then the one time that uh, we bought or you bought watches as a couple's watch, and we got this question from uh, Alejandra and Natural Escapement, yeah. was was this? Do you want to talk about? Sure. This, this was I fully intended to buy you buy you a watch as a gift. This was not long after the club campuses had come out from Nomos, and you had kind of been eyeing this one, but didn't want to spend the money on it. You were trying to save to something else at the time. Um, I was in Europe for business and I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to get Arthur a Nomos. I had been traveling a lot too. I just was like a, not a particular occasion. Just wanted to surprise uh-huh. you. It's hard to surprise you because we usually talk about everything. So I was really excited to get this for you. And of course the dealer was like, we also have the white one in the smaller size. Mm-hmm. Would you like to take a look at it for you? And I was in there watch shopping with um, one of my coworkers who's also into watches. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you should get one for yourself mm-hmm. too. So this was a totally ludicrous, like, impulse buy for me to get one as mm-hmm. well um but it's fun it i got it out. i love it i, I wear I'm it all the time i change straps on it all the time it's it's a fun one i think i wear mine more than you wear yours still um, love it though yeah. it's a cool watch but these um, are great yeah so that's the closest we've gotten to couples watches yeah. although i think when natural escapement asked this question he said i know you something like i know you have your club canvases but they're different dial colors yeah so we, we never have an an actually matching watch or like the exact same design in two no, sizes. The speedies are the, the closest. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. And I, I think it's because no matter what, we have slight differences in preference, whether yeah. it's colors or 
whatever. Or size too, yeah. right? Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. So this this kind of leads into the next thing here. And I see a question from, from Quran here. If you guys didn't buy independently, mm-hmm. would you share your watches? I would happily share my watches with Arthur. Arthur will not happily share his watches with me. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I'm much more, I think people watch the show now, I'm much yeah. more sort of OCD about the condition of my watches and stuff. And that's the main reason. That so, yeah. and straps don't fit. Like you actually need short length straps. Short lengths. You got to resize the bracelet. Pain right. in the neck. So even for straps, it's annoying unless yeah. the watch is on a NATO. So I think that's kind of what starts it. And then the different way that we use our watches. Like I can see Arthur cringe when I wear some of my watches. Like even just putting my hand down on a table, you always have a hover hand. Mm-hmm. So like pull your sleeve over your watch. So, um, you know, anything that you get, especially in a new condition, I it's not even like you say, no, you can't wear this watch. I no. wouldn't feel comfortable wearing it because it would definitely come back with some sort of like hairline scratch on it at best. And that would drive you crazy. I've even said like, you have your Grand Seiko spring, which I uh-huh. love. And I would really love to wear sometime. And I've told Arthur that if he ever gets tired of that watch and wants to sell it, which I think probably wouldn't happen, but if you mm-hmm. did, I will buy it from you, but like actually pay you money for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can use that towards whatever other watch purchase you want. Um, but then it's my watch. Right. And then and I can't, you say, can't anything. say anything. Actually, yeah. that is one rule we have is like, if I notice scratches on your watches, I'm not meant to say anything because <laughs> yeah. I'm really good at finding flaws. It's a, yeah. it's really obnoxious, actually. It is. Um, yeah. This is funny. Sort of like a running joke, especially on the About Time channel, is um, this, this watch brand Azimuth that makes these, like, robot-looking okay. watches. And and what if they made a Mrs. Robot? Oh, I don't think I've seen oh, those. It's for another time. Okay. We'll pull up All in right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's a good question here from Mr. No Date. What's one watch in each of your collections that the other dislikes the most or likes the least? We're actually going to get to the most disagreed upon watches. Yeah. I will say in our collections, I don't think there's any that we hate of each other's. No. Um, but we'll get to this one. Thanks for asking yeah. that. Um, let's see. So I did want to talk about what are our dream couples watches? Yeah. Like, and I think Alejandra asked this question in, in a different way that was like, you know, sort of like what, what would be good couples watch mm-hmm. if you don't own yet or that would represent you. Um, all right. So, yeah, let's let's share a couple. And I, I think these won't be a surprise to some people on the channel who followed. But uh, I think we can start with, I mean, this is like grail territory, yeah. right? Yeah, probably won't. I'm His sure and hers longer one sure. moon phase, yep. I think, would be a nice mm-hmm. place to start. Um, so nice my, place to start, yeah. Yeah, my favorite being the rose gold silver dial yeah. with the like the little blue moon phase yeah. indicator. And then you actually like the rose gold even better than the new starry one, After, right? like, seeing it for a week or so, like, yes, I, the, the rose gold one is, yeah. is my favorite. I mean, that would be real, like, I mean, that's, like like bankrupting levels couples of watches course. which is fun to dream about yeah. yeah you can just get me with this one you don't have to have it have a couple version i don't like that idea. okay <laughs> mine's cheaper moving on and the other ones that i think i like this watch first and then you came along yep. recently the 
I would love the three-hander blue blue dial overseas, and you could get the pink dial, okay. which actually I think looks really interesting with the offset subsection. I think it's too. beautiful. Um, though I think this would be like if I was ever to go down this path, it would be like selling a bunch of other things in my collection because I I could see this being like really an only watch or part of a very small like three watch collection um, as opposed to like mm-hmm. one of many. Um, it's beautiful though. It'd be fun yeah. to have matching overseas. That'd so that's just ridiculous. the dream yeah. that I thought it was fun to talk about. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then so, I think we've picked one watch that we thought we could share. Yes. In so all of the watches. that question would come up. Yeah. Um, let's see. In all of the watches in existence, we only have one that we that's right that we can share and it's because of its material yep. qualities yeah we think we could share a ceramic watch i think so i like the black well actually i love the white one but i would get it dirty mm-hmm. um so the black one i love this watch i think it's great it's mm-hmm. super cool you know i love zenith um we've tried these on it's it's a little big on me but i've like i've mm-hmm. been kind of wanting to have an all black watch after you got your yeah. top gun and and for those that listen on audio only later it's the zenith defy classics yeah sorry yeah um so i think this is one we could share yeah it's a cool watch and yeah. our, our friend richard who's on just recently bought the black one the only thing being you have the defy midnight which yeah. Although is this from the same line actually has it's very totally different, different character. Totally different. Yeah. Like that is a All steel watch. and diamond, yeah. solid dial. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind, like it's hard to tell time on this watch. I don't care. I think it's really mm-hmm. amazing and cool. But I think this is the only the only watch we can potentially share. Yeah, I think that's probably Maybe we can true. get the blue one and like inject some color into your collection. The, the blue ceramic. Yeah. We have seen it in person. It's really blue. Yeah. Like, I like blue, but that's real blue. Yeah. I probably um, wear it more than you. Yeah. There's Richard. Shout out. Yeah. So good, Congrats, Richard. Good purchase, man. It is good. Um, David's supportive of the, ever since the Valentine's episode, you need the pink I think overseas. I need it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Karan's pointing out he sells all of these brands. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Um. And Mark is describing my nightmares. Oh, no. Let's not go there. Like, Mark, I have (laughs) barely, I've held the Pepsi like twice. Um, I got a fingerprint on the bezel and you were like grumpy about it. Allow me to go microfiber this. Yeah. 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 So (laughs) I I like don't even touch Arthur's watch box. He will like, you'll know instantly. Mm -hmm. The Someone's thing, been in here. Yeah. yeah. The only thing that I do like to do just to annoy you is like whenever you're wearing a dive watch, I'll like reach over and just click the bezel. Like, we haven't done that in a while. One. Yeah. Um, that's because I like it aligned. Like always yeah. has to have it aligned. I use mine as a timer all the time. So it's like well, never perfect. I do use it as a timer, but if it's just like in resting yeah. state, one click off is like the worst. So it's the worst. If you have a significant other with a dive watch and really want to annoy them, that's a fun thing to do. <laughs> pro tip right here. You are yeah. a pro at that. Yes, I am. Um, oh, Watch Medicine's wondering, is there a Mrs. Bean oh, watch? I don't want it. Fun facts. And again, we're putting the word out there. There is this Mr. Bean wacky tie watch that Dan has been looking at forever. It actually did at one time come in a large and small size set that was intended as a his and hers. So in a way, there has been a Mrs. Bean watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's see. Oh, you can share a reverso from Blaine. That, that's a good idea. We both do want a reverso. I, of course, am difficult and I want the reverso one, the like slightly narrower one. Mm-hmm. Um, I want a reverso more than you do, I think. But 
that would be a great dress watch yeah. for you. Yeah. It, but we are both very particular about like proportions and size mm-hmm. and thing and would have to strap, swap, swap straps on that. So the more likely outcome is that we both end up buying reverses at some point in the Probably. future. Probably. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, Does anyone else have any other ideas of watches we could share? That'd be fun. Yeah. yeah that'd be think fun. about it. Um, please do. Yeah. Um, let's see. Like size-wise, I can think of a lot of ones that would work. Like, I think a Note 8 sub would be a really fun one that we could share mm-hmm. both wear. But if you got a new one, you wouldn't <laughs> let me wear it because it would scratch. If you got an old one. Maybe that's the way to maybe go. Maybe an old one. A Capri ceramic one because it. it's a little smaller case, yeah. which would suit both yeah. of us better. Um, yeah, well, I think about we would have to, we would have to split the cost up front to make yeah. me feel like I knew this is what I was getting into. Okay. We, we could try. We could yeah. try. But if I start getting like bigger watches that you would wear, maybe that's the way to do it, that they're my watches that you wear more often. Mm. Like if I got a... That's very nice of you, but... Yes, because I'm fair. nicer. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I've always kind of wanted a Coke GMT. Uh-huh. I could get one of those obviously used and older and not in like perfect condition because right. I don't need to buy watches in perfect condition. Um, and then you could wear, but the bracelet that. sizing, it's yeah, like, yeah, it's always something, right? Yeah. Um, just annoying. yeah. Kron's suggesting, why don't you buy a watch that I want and where will I share it? Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's that kind of situation. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mr. Donate says, you guys are lucky. My wife couldn't be less interested in watches. The closest she's come to liking one is one of the GSs. I think I know which one, one of the dressy ones, although it's too shiny. She'd have to scratch it up before wearing. I don't ever intentionally <laughs> scratch things up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think women are just, I, I don't know, a little harder on their on their watches and their jewelry. Yeah. But. Yeah, that's a whole other topic. That is a whole other topic, don't yeah. go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, which kind of brings us to another interesting question we got. And I, and this is one that Mr. Don't no date also brought up earlier doing time. Scotland brought it up on Instagram and Alejandra brought it up just most disagreed upon watches. We definitely don't have like the same tastes. No, right? but it's not, but we're not likely to like despise something the other person likes. No, I think you can take this question kind of a couple different ways, right? Of like, is how do our collecting styles differ? Mm-hmm. And then how... Which watches do we really disagree okay. on? Okay. Which one do you want to start with? Let's start with collecting styles. Okay. You have like funeral watches. Everything has a black dial, <laughs> with the exception of your spring, which should belong to me. And I tend to wait longer before buying something yep. in terms of like making sure I want it. Yeah. And you pretty much always absolutely have to see something in person before you'll buy it. Yeah. Or at least like an identical case with a maybe a different dial color yeah. like that's the i don't i think like the like the panerai i bought i had tried other 44 millimeters yeah. but i hadn't tried that exact dial and hand configuration um yeah you're definitely not an impulse buyer yeah i tend to this is gonna sound bad saying this but i go for quality over quantity yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah, you have yeah, you have much fewer many fewer watches than I do. Overall. Yeah. Yeah. You also just in how you wear your watches, like you tend to keep them all pretty wound and track time on them. Mm-hmm. They don't just sit idle in your watch box. Mm-hmm. So you'll wear like the same watch a few days in a row 
to make sure that it keeps time. Like you'll make sure you wear your Panerai at least once or twice a week so that it stays. Yeah. It's so almost, it stays running ne- it's almost never run out of yeah. power reserve. You also set your days. watch like a perfect time when you do need to reset it. I got it. lazy recently. That's it's true. I'm slipping. News. Yeah. I'm definitely like two, three minutes ahead. I was like, yeah. oh, I think it's, uh, yeah. it's about this. So I, one, just real quick. Yeah. One, one uh, suggestion here is a sharing watch was an Octo Finisi. I think we could. There's that would be cool. They are a little big, right? We both like them. We a do. Lot. Yeah. But I, I don't know if I, I, I always say this about this watch. I don't know if I'm stylish enough to wear that. You, you know what I mean? You can like, be. <laughs> help me. Help me. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd love to be stylish enough for that. You um, totally could. I mean, this is saying from the girl who's been wearing yoga pants for the past like mm-hmm. year and a half. Um, yeah. But you definitely could. Santos is another good thing. That is a good one. You already have the perfect size Santos for you. I do. Otherwise, that would be. But when the first one, the nice new well. version first came out, we had looked at that. Yeah. Um, that's a very shiny watch. I would scratch it in a heartbeat. Um, and it would in fact, me. the Santos that I bought, I did scratch the gold bezel within the like day, 30 right? seconds of yeah. opening it. So, yeah, yeah. Um, says, I'm, I'm not stylish sporting a spring and a Pepsi. But I guess I mean like I feel like the Octo Finissimo is like avant-garde stylish. Yeah. Like 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 if I wore like a black like a lot of black all the time. <laughs> like a tight like, t-shirt. Yeah. Or like your pants were a little skinnier than they should be in uh-huh. pants a little too high. Right, right. Or if I like always wore like all black with like a skinny black tie and I've never seen without sunglasses. Okay. Like I feel like the Octo Finissimo, you have to have like the sense of style of like a fashion design. Yeah. Like that, that's the image that watch has for me. And I just don't be super artsy. I'm a bit more, yeah. Right. Like a very yeah. fashion forward. You need some stylish. like clear glasses. Yeah. Something like that. Richard yeah. has a point. It's also almost approaching sort of street mm-hmm. wear territory, mm-hmm. depending upon which one you're talking about too. Yeah. Um, I do think the Octo Finition <laughs> is cool though. <laughs> this is a joke about Dan being a small person. That's good. Um, uh-oh, Karan's offering to send it to us. Oh, gosh. We'll, we'll talk about that yeah. later. Okay, so let's talk about, so that's collecting styles. Differences. Yeah. Well, and I I like a lot of color in my collection. Oh, um, uh, yes. I I tend to consider colored dials yeah. and then always pick the black dial option. Yeah. Um, nope, I like color. I like having color on straps. I like mm-hmm. matching watches to my outfits, like whatever color it is. Yeah. Um, I'm not super into like, finding enamel bangles to match all my watches. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fun. That's fun. I also tend to be a little bit more impulsy, um, not just on like, you know, Swatch G-Shock levels, but um, I tend to, I think I have more watches at lower price points than you, mm-hmm. than you have a few at higher price points. I would, but you know what you like when you see it and you usually get it right. Yep. I, I consider things longer and usually have made the yeah. new what I wanted from the start, but I always wait. And there's a been while. a couple of watches that I've said, like, when I first saw them, like, I, I want to have this one day in my collection. They're still on my wish list, and I think, well, mm. and someday I'll get it. The Reverso is one of those. The Reverso is one yeah. of those, yeah. I know. I, watch Medicine, the guy who collects yes. by having one of every dial color. He has great style. Yeah. Great collecting. You called me on this and yeah, uh, yeah I have no fun apparently. Yeah. You know what I don't have? Like purple's my favorite color and I don't have a purple watch. Yeah. And there isn't one that I've found that I've My I've favorite really purple one and I, I just, just is the purple dial frosted gold royal oak. Oh, you think that? It's just insane. like insane. Yeah. It's like, it's honestly kind of hideous, but <laughs> It's very purple. Yeah. 
It's like the all out option. Yeah, right? I should look more into purple watches. This so, big just is pretty, but it's kind of boring. Yeah, you actually, I was gonna say I like blacked out watches and you don't, but you really like the the Zenith we just talked about. So that's not. And true. I have my Explore One and my Speedmaster. I meant blacked out, like oh, totally blacked, blacked, blacked out. out. Yeah, yeah, I would like blacked yeah. out. Oh, that's a good suggestion for you. Um, a purple and or Oh, that would be fun. The Their fume, dials are so yeah, pretty. Enamel, that would be I cool. Look at that. that would be neat. I collect, Blaine says, I collect like Henry Ford's old model tees. Exactly. Kind of out color as long as it's black. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But other ones we disagree on. Okay, so let's go into the specifics. We did pull up some examples here. Yeah. And it's usually about some design feature. Right. Right. So let's uh, let's start here. I think you had brought up, no, it's not the Zenith. This is an example of a watch that I think is very beautiful. I know you do. But I hate cutoff numerals. I hate them. And it, it happens on chronographs. It happens on chronographs all the time, and you love chronographs, but it drives me bonkers. Like, just don't have any, don't have a 12 and a 6 there, or figure out a way to make it work. I just, uh, I think it's a travesty. So I'm a known to be like picky and annoying. Yeah. I don't you mind. You know what it. really drives me crazy when there's it. like a chronograph and the like eight will be cut off, but the four won't be. Yes. Yeah. What often happens in particular is the 10 is cut off because it's the first yeah. um, double, double. Right. Right. But the other the two numerals, isn't or yeah, whatever. the two is not and the four is not and the eight is not. No. Drives me um, up the wall. Yeah, I just, so I think for me, the beautiful symmetry of this watch overcomes any bother of cutoff numerals. Mm-mm. Symmetry is a big, important thing for me. And that's actually one reason I love chronographs. Yeah. Is it's like this like beautiful balance to the dial and stuff like that. When you were looking at your IWC Pilot Chrono, some of the older versions or some of the different ones mm-hmm. you were considering had cutoff numerals and I really didn't like it. I don't know if that influenced mm-hmm. your decision at all. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. I, I ended up with the right one with the top. Anyway, I think they should take people's watchmaking yeah. licenses away if they Is there such a thing as a watchmaking sure, license? Sure. It's Mark, Mark is with you. Yeah, it's awful. Um, to me, not not really a bother. No, this is a hill I will die on. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. There's one of them. Um, there's something else here. Hold on. What was this one? Ah. Oh, yeah. You like this. I, I t- And in general, I tend to admire but have not actually bought a number of very modern, like, mechanically yeah. innovative This is where your, like, your engineering mind totally takes over, right? Yeah. Like, your engineering yeah. and design kind of focus... I, yeah, where yeah. you really want a super cool movement and have it show. And don't get me wrong, I like the normal freak even more. I pick the X because it is slightly yeah closer to possibly affordable. And see here, Dan doesn't like this because it was designed after 1960. So <laughs> that's I'm just going to write you off there, Dan. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not for me. Um, what do you think of the MB&Fs I love? Those I think are cool. I think those are really pretty. Yeah. Yeah. This, this feels a little too, I don't know. Steampunky is the wrong Mm -hmm. term, Mm -hmm. but. Blue blue straps. Yeah. Yeah. I can see you wearing this. Like I really can, particularly the blue one. I can totally see you wearing it as, you know, a funky modern 
and you like things that are different. You don't want to have just the standard thing that everybody has. You like something right. that's a little off and like yeah. the unique one. And I could see you wearing it, but I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. Okay. Maybe they'll come around. Like you yeah. just keep showing it to me. Maybe I'll start liking it again. Well, I mean, if you want to pay the difference between this and an MBNF legacy machine, no. I'll happily no, have that no, MBNF. No, no, no. <laughs> then you'll enjoy looking at my wrist more. Yeah. So there you okay. go. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, this is a great comment and response. Dan likes <laughs> put a Brightling up there and love the fun. <laughs> hey, well, so what do you think of the new Brightling Detora and its cutoff numerals? Like, let me pull it up. Yeah. Let's just. Um, did we talk about it last? Um... We didn't actually mention that aspect, and I'm actually curious what you think of this. Why is this? Yeah, there it is. It's like the seventh link on Google. The copper dial. So what, yeah, okay. What do you think of the cutoff numerals in this Well, I don't situation? like the salmon dial, first off. No. Okay. I mean, it's a cool watch for what you get. I mean, and you know, the, the tech version of this that's so mm-hmm. out of any sort of affordability level, this, this is like a good value of watch for what it is. And I appreciate that. But I just like, I don't like the cutoff numerals. I would never buy mm-hmm. it just because of that. There's other reasons yeah. I don't buy the watch, but yeah. um, no, I, I I really, and I think this watch would be beautiful if it just had stick markers instead of numerals. Then it would be too close to the existing premieres. And the, and the history of this watch is having numerals, the Detora. Yeah. So that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Actually, one, one thing I think we disagreed upon over time, which I found interesting was when you were first considering your Defy Midnight, you were like, oh, no diamonds, right? Yeah. And then I was like, no, I think this watch actually yep. looks really good with diamonds. And then you were happy about it, Very right? happy about the diamonds. I'm really <laughs> glad I got them. <laughs> I really am. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's my taste definitely evolved over that. I, it was not one to like sparkly, blingy mm-hmm. things. Um, but you know, one way to keep scratches off your bezel it's just have diamonds all over it. Then your bezel won't scratch. Maybe we could share that solid sapphire hublot because <laughs> okay. it's unscratchable. Yeah, that's, that seems attainable. As long as you don't shatter it on something. Okay, I'm not that bad. Not that bad. <laughs> Mark um, says I should be nicer to you because you're pregnant. Exactly. That's Thank fair. You. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so one watch that you like that I don't love. And actually, I think we picked my favorite of them okay. to show here is the Chanel J12. This particular one, I think they call the Paradox. I think the black and the white is cool. But this watch, to me, looks... If you took the Chanel label off of it, Uh it looks like a completely generic fashion watch from, like, 2003. Like a 2003 Michael Kors white ceramic watch. Yeah. Yeah. I do tend to like some of the fashion-y ones. But this this one in particular, like... So the problem of, like, I, I would love to have a J12 one day. The reason I don't... I haven't bought one is when you look at the pre-owned ones, all the white has turned like slightly yellowish. I don't know why it does that or what happens. Um, This one I just think is a really neat design. Like I love that the three numeral is white instead of black uh, where it cuts off. The date window is like a bit of a sin. Um, It just shouldn't exist. But I think it's like a really cool, funky piece. Maybe an all black J12 at some point would be, Mm. would be a good one for me. And you can find them used at, um, much more. The new like prices are like that's absurd. They're used all day for like twenty five hundred or something. Like, but, um, okay, so the white and the black is my favorite of these, probably. Okay. But how about the black and the diamonds? 
You can get that for me. It's it just still looks like <laughs> like it's like it's like polishing a turd. Okay. It's just not right. a nice design in my opinion. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I probably wouldn't actually get this, but I do tend to like some more. It's just fashion-y. one we disagree on. Yeah. 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 What about other like jewelry-ish watches that I like, like the Serpenti? Do you like those? I think it's really cool. Yeah, actually, yeah. Okay. I and I, it's not just like that. I can't like the Serpenti is not is not even like a, anything close to something I would wear, but yeah. I can appreciate okay. it. Okay, just design-wise, this looks super like basic and plain. Yeah, and fine, out of date to me. Other than the color thing. What about, like, I tend to like more, like, I tend to be drawn to square um, case shapes. Yeah. Like, my Tetra, I really like the tank, I want a Reverso. Um, Alejandra asked earlier, actually, if there's a purple Tetra, and there is. There is a purple Tetra. I would be very torn today if I was getting a Tetra to get the one that I have in the, like, Tiffany blue teal color. Um, or the purple one. I think I would still get the one I have because it has a gold power reserve. And I think that's beautiful. And on the purple one, it has like a white and red power reserve that I don't Mm. like as much. Um, but yes, there is a purple Tetra. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't gone outside of round case shapes. Yeah. In fact, okay. Maybe this is one. I really dislike, um, the like seventies cushion case shape. Oh, I like that. Yeah. No, I, I do. The closest I've gotten to like non-circular mm-hmm. is Panerai case shapes, okay. which are sort of like a seventies cushion case. <laughs> no, they're not. They're, they're pocket watch okay. cases okay. from the thirties. Right. Right. To fine. be fair, yeah. yeah. Oh, Karan mentioned the Hermes Cape Cod. I do really want a Cape Cod. There's a Cape Cod dual time. That, it's a quartz. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Don't hate on me for liking quartz watches. Sometimes they're really convenient. Um, but there's a Hermes like long, narrow Cape Cod dual time. It's a cool watch. It is neat. Um, and I'm keeping my eye out for one that's at a good price point and pretty good condition. It'd be fun to travel with. Like, I think that would be, you know, it's even easier to read than a GMT or a, there you go. Or a world time. Um, so I think, I think these are fun. Yeah. I mean, and especially this is one where like, used at the price points you sell for used it's yeah. not bad it's an, and it's an interesting and potentially useful thing i think so i don't know in what circumstance your dual times would be set to different, different minutes, minutes but <laughs> never floats your boat man yeah um, and i think with the wraparound strap that would be that would be really fun so if anyone sees a really good one of these for like i think the right price is like 1500 ish mm-hmm. or under let me know um yeah. i would like one of those at some point Cool. Yeah. So I think that about runs us. Oh, we were going to say, talk any, any more on downsides to this whole thing. We definitely spend too much money on watches. I mean, not that we're like outside of our budget or being irresponsible, but. um, And if anything, we probably reinforce each other's opinion. It's like a little bit of our own little echo chamber that we probably end up liking more similar things than we might on our own. Yeah. Yeah, um, a little bit and just the general snowball effect, mm-hmm. like the fact that we tend to alternate almost in acquiring watches. It's like, it, I think it's probably more easy to be like, what's the next one? Yeah. Your turn. Hurry yeah. up so I can go. You know, <laughs> it's not a hard rule. But... I, I, and I do think if we were better about sharing watches, not just if I was more careful, mm-hmm. but if we were better about sharing watches for all the reasons of like, and didn't care about having to change bracelet sizing or change straps all the time. 
um, we could have a really interesting like couples collection with I a lot more so. variety than than we do. And right we would now. probably have less similarity yeah. in the watches we have. Sure. I doubt. I doubt we would have two Speedmasters, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what other downsides. We talk about it all the time. I think we annoy our friends and family with watches. Yeah. A whole Gotta bunch. Turn it off, tone it down a little bit when yeah. we're around other people. It's a good thing you can do all those clubhouses with your friends because like, even I get annoyed with how much we talk about watches sometimes. So. <laughs> yeah, you do need a break sometimes yeah. more than me. I, I tend to never stop. Yeah. Um, that's when I go talk to friends on here. Yes, so that's, that's, that's good. Cool. You have, have other, other people. Clubhouse has been an outlet in those moments. Yeah. Um, what are the other downsides? I don't know. I've never it's mostly like, positive. Yeah, that's mostly the thing. Fun. Yeah. Um, I do feel lucky that you appreciate the same things. It's nice. It's nice when I get something that you're really excited about it. Yeah. Like I sure loved that. how you were excited you were for me when I got my Zenith. Um, yeah. Like you appreciated that. You, you were literally thing. crying from I happiness. Cry so from even if I wasn't into watches, <laughs> I think I would appreciate that it made you happy. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's good. And like of all the things to, to share and spend money on, I mean, at least these, these things hold their value, right? Not so, that yeah, we're really good at like training right? and selling, but. Better than that's... if we were into cars or something. Yeah, that's going to be a terrible, <laughs> terrible outlet, but um, that's, that's next show. Yeah. yeah. So I guess that's probably about yeah. it. It. We are interested in other recommendations for watches that you all think we could successfully share. Yeah. Keeping in mind flexible wrist sizing and scratch resistance are probably the two things, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, if, if there are other couples out there we haven't met who are into watches, we're interested in how it works for you too. So. I'm also curious if our little girl will be into watches mm-hmm. eventually too. Like. Don't want to force it on force her. Force that hobby on her. Yeah. She is going to be the first one in her class to all time. That I've yeah. like, I want to assure her. It got her a flick flack already. Yep. I saw Mark ask the question if it yeah. bought her anything. Yeah, she has a flick flack. Um, um, I'm hoping to get a watch soon, Quran, um, as, as a, a birth present that will eventually go to her. So yeah. we'll, we'll see. And uh, yeah, as always, um, check out everything else Scottish Watches. The podcast and the time of the week show have had a lot of good discussions on the, all the rest of the watches and wonders releases that we didn't cover. Um, so yeah. And, uh, the baby's due in about three weeks. Yeah. So now. we might be going silent. Depending <laughs> on when she shows, shows up. We'll yeah. We're going to need yeah. a little break at yeah. least. Um, but we'll plan to see you next weekend. Oh, barring so. uh, major life events. Yeah. I think we got, we got a little more time. Yeah. All right. Thanks everybody. Hope you have a great week and a good rest of your Sunday. Bye. Bye. Oh, uh-huh.